The sound of the clock striking midnight means that it's time once again to enter the secret passage. So follow me if you dare into the library, through the sliding bookshelf and down the shadowy stone steps. What lies on the other side of the secret passage tonight? I'm sure you're dying to find out. Tonight's journey into the unknown is titled Cellar Door. Hi, um, I'm sorry. Can you please tell me where the plumbing supplies are? Uh, 14, about uh, halfway down. When I was younger, I wasn't afraid of the dark. During the summer, my brother Kevin and I would play hide-and-seek with the neighbor kids at dusk. We would keep playing into the night, staying out as late as we could, until we heard the familiar whistle of our father calling us home. Dark of night was like a cloak. You could slither between the bushes and trees without being seen. Darkness sticks to you, and you feel like you were part of it. The dark felt safe back then. That changed when I was 17. After what happened that summer, I would be afraid of the dark for the rest of my life. Today is my 27th birthday and I'm covering a shift at Flagstone Hardware. It's a pointless birthday, no different from other birthdays in your mid to late 20s. But now it feels like I'm old. Jimi Hendrix had already traveled the world and tricked millions of fans into thinking there was hope. Jim Morrison and Janis Joplin too. I thought I'd be out there doing the same thing, but my band never made it big. We weren't even close. Now I'm stuck here working an eight hour shift. But I did have something in common with these immortal legends. I would not live to see 28. Oh god, this is not good. Why is the back door locked? Dad never locks the back door before midnight. I wonder if I can get in through the cellar. Where is that old door in the ground? I move slowly through the dark cellar, hands stretched out in front of me. Damn it! Like anyone will ever eat these old jars of peaches, Mom! The spilled contents of the jar felt slippery beneath my feet as I turned away from the shelves of canned fruit and bottles of expensive wine, searching for the door that led into our basement. Great. So much for sneaking in. Where is that door? I think it's just over... Who's there? Kev, is that you? Is this a joke? It's not funny. Leave me alone! Stay away! What? Why won't the door open? Help! Help! Seth! Seth, wake up! Kev? Kevin? Is that you? Where am I? I heard you in the cellar. What were you doing in there? And why are you out here passed out on the lawn? Dad is gonna kill you! Shut the cellar door, Kevin! Someone is down there! Shut it now! What are you talking about? Nobody is down there. I just looked and all I found was a broken jar of peaches and from the smell of it, I guess you threw up down there. What are you, drunk? You are going to clean that up, not me. What, are you trying to sneak in through the cellar? You know that door doesn't even open in the basement. It was sealed shut when we moved in. Kevin was right. The door in the basement that would have opened into the cellar had been painted shut 
just like most of the windows in our old craftsman house. But the door had a padlock on it, inside the cellar. I never understood why anybody would want to lock it from the inside. But we didn't have the key, so we left it locked and didn't use that door. Oh yeah, I guess I'm drunker than I thought. Kevin, just help me sneak inside and promise me you'll stay out of the cellar. The next morning I woke up with a headache and a sore neck. As I slowly peeled my red eyes open and shook the cobwebs from my head, I noticed what looked like scratches on my arms. Long, red scratches with a bit of dried blood near my hands. Wow, thanks a lot, canned peaches. I may have had a few beers, but that voice I heard was real, wasn't it? I could feel the hot breath on my neck as it spoke to me. Beneath the ashes, beneath the fire. What the hell does that mean? Good morning, Rummy. Get dressed and help me clean up the cellar before Dad sees it. I'm not doing it alone. I'll meet you in the garage. Kevin? You back here? In the garage, Dad. I'm working on my bike. Where's your brother, Seth? I heard him banging around last night and I want to have a word with him. Sorry, that was me. I, uh, woke up and came downstairs to make a snack. Well, in that case, make sure you clean up the mess you made. I found mud all over the kitchen floor and what looked like strawberry jam or something. I will. Is Mom making breakfast? Yeah, five minutes. You tell Seth I still want to have a word with him when you see him. Hey, Kevin. How's the bike coming along? Almost fixed. Just need to put these new tires on and I'll be back on the track. I have a race next Saturday, so I need to get in a few laps this weekend. Can you grab the hose to the air compressor? No problem. Hey, have you seen Dad yet? Did he say anything about last night? Yeah, he heard you stumbling around, but don't worry, I covered for you. Thanks, Kevin. I owe you big time. Seth, you're finally up. I know you're leaving for college on Monday, but I need you to do a few things around here today. We're having people over this evening. You know, Uncle Pete, Aunt Martha, Grandma and Grandpa. Anyway, I need you to help your mom clean up today before you go anywhere. But Dad, I've got a million things to do, and I'm supposed to meet up with the guys later for- I don't care. You help your mother, and you get home before 6 p.m. tonight. You're not missing your own going away party, Seth. Now, get cleaned up. Your mother made a nice breakfast. Have you started packing yet, Seth? You need to bring more than just your guitar and your skateboard, you know. I know, Mom. I've already packed all my stuff up, and my roommate is bringing a mini-fridge, so we're all set. Mini-fridge, huh? Not sure I like the sound of that. Well, don't forget to bring those new sheets we got you, and your new laptop. Remember, school comes first. Now, after breakfast, I need some help around here from you boys. Kevin, if you can mow the lawn and sweep the front porch, and Seth, can you clean out the fireplace and tidy up the living room? It's supposed to be cold tonight, so I'm going to get a fire going before the party. Sure thing, Mom, but then I've got to get going to meet up with the guys. Can I come visit once you're all moved in, Seth? I want to learn a thing or two about college.
This fireplace is disgusting. How long have these old logs been sitting here? Probably full of spiders. What, did Mount St. Helens erupt again? Why is there so much ash in here? Whoa, cool, an old skeleton key. What is it doing in the fireplace under all this ash? Wait, beneath the fire, beneath the ashes. Well, that's a weird coincidence. I wish I had never found that key. I should have left it in that fireplace, or at least had the sense to get rid of it. Toss it in the trash, throw it down a well, bury it deep in the ground. Anything but put it in my pocket before heading out to meet my friends that day. I could feel it in my pocket. I could feel it keeping me warm. I kept checking to make sure it was there. Great. Whole family is already here. I can't wait to get out of this town. Thanks for dropping me off, man. I'll see you Monday morning. If we leave by noon, we can be in Seattle before dark. It's still cool if we stay with your brother, right? Yeah, dude, it's totally cool. Like, there'll be a party Monday. Probably meet some girls. Maybe. <laughs> Sounds great, man. Uh, I'll see you on Monday. I stood there in the cold for a minute after Aaron drove away, looking at the old house I grew up in. The porch was empty. I thought about the summer nights sitting out there listening to my dad tell stories about the good old days. The door was painted red now, something my mom insisted on last year. The gutter above the porch was still broken, something I was supposed to fix that summer. Maybe Dad and I can fix that tomorrow. Or, or maybe Kevin will do it after I leave. Wait, I'm really leaving. Will I actually miss this old place? Miss my family? I could see the silhouette of my Uncle Pete inside the house, standing there with a beer. Probably his fourth or fifth probably talking to Kevin about how he used to race too. I could see my mom in the kitchen window, washing dishes for the dinner I had missed. I reached into my pocket and felt that skeleton key. It wasn't warm anymore. In fact, it was actually quite cold. Or was it hot? Either way, my hand recoiled from my pocket as if I had just touched a hot stove. But for some reason, I reached back in. I wonder if this would open that old padlock in the cellar. No, there's no way this key fits that lock. Only one way to find out. I ducked behind my uncle's Mustang in the driveway and slipped into the backyard unnoticed. I pulled up my phone, flicked on the flashlight, and opened the door to the cellar. Inside the cellar, I was able to have a look around using the light from my phone. I forgot to sweep up the broken glass and the spilled fruit had dried, and it was mixed with dirt and rocks from the cellar floor. The shelves were filled with more jars than I could count and at least 30 bottles of wine filled the wine rack with space for at least 30 more. I swatted a few cobwebs from my face and made my way over to the locked door. It was painted red, similar to our front door, but a darker shade. The lock was secured to the door frame with heavy bolts, and the padlock hung from a metal loop that was fixed to the door itself. I reached into my pocket and pulled out the skeleton key. I slid the key into the ancient lock and tried to turn it. It wouldn't move but I figured I'd try it one more time using a little more force and it worked I, I can't believe the key worked I removed the old padlock pulled back the latch and swung the basement door open bits of dust, dead bugs and debris fell to the floor as I set my phone down so I could use both hands to clear the cobwebs the basement was dark 
so I couldn't see anything in front of me. I walked blindly across the familiar space, finding the light switch on the far side of the room. Hmm, light bulb must be burned out. Well, that's weird. Kevin must have moved the flat screen TV into his room since I'm leaving for school and we won't be hanging out watching movies down here anymore. But where did the couch and coffee table go, though? That's when I noticed how quiet the house was. Why was everyone being so silent upstairs? I was expecting to hear music, conversations, people walking around. They must have heard me come in and are going to shout surprise when I, when I walk into the room. Why is it so dang cold in here, though? I thought Mom was going to start a fire in that fireplace I spent forever cleaning today. Okay, everyone, I, I know you're here. So, sorry to ruin the surprise. H hello, turn the lights on, Uncle P. I, I saw you from outside. When I got to the kitchen and noticed it too was empty, I realized I was completely alone in the house. I flipped a few more light switches and still no lights came on. Cab? Who the hell is that? I watched a man stagger out of the cab, fall, get up, and make his way to the porch. Okay, stop right there. Who are you and what are you doing here? Seth? Seth, that you? What the hell are you doing here? Dad, what the hell are you doing? Wait, where is everybody? Are you drunk? What the hell is going on? Where's Mom and Kevin and Uncle Pete and everyone? Seth, I don't know why you're here, but you know damn well where your brother is. Same place he's been for the last two years, six feet underground. God damn bike racing. I told him it was too dangerous. What are you talking about, Dad? That, that's not true. Where is he? Where is Mom? Where's everyone? Damn it, Seth. What's wrong with you? Your mother left last winter, cleaned us out. And as for everyone else, I don't know and care where they are. Now get the hell out of here. Go into that dump you call an apartment. Or did you get evicted from that place now too, huh? You're not staying here. That's a damn sure. Okay, Dad. I don't know what kind of joke this is, but it isn't funny. I'm leaving for college on Monday, and I don't have time for this kind of crap. College? <laughs> That's a laugh. What college is going to accept a high school dropout like you? Well, unless you have some whiskey on you, you and get the hell out of here. As I saw the man that looked and sounded like my father stumble past me into the kitchen and pass out on the floor, I knew this was no joke. This nightmare was all too real. I raced downstairs, thinking my only hope was to reverse what I had done, go back into the cellar through the basement, lock the door from inside the cellar, and go back outside into the world I had come from that no longer existed. I arrived in the dark, cold, empty basement to find no door at all. The wall where the door was had nothing but peeling paint and some rusty nails. No! This, this can't be! Where is that door? I ran up the stairs, out the front door, and around the house into the backyard. I looked for the cellar door in the dark. The door I had just entered minutes before, but there was nothing. No door, no cellar, nothing but dried up dead lawn. The lawn that Kevin was supposed to mow earlier that day. This lawn hadn't needed mowing for years. I lay down in the dirt, looked up at the stars, and started sobbing. Hey Seth, I got a guy on the phone asking if we have any 4 by 8 sheets of pegboard. Can you run down to the storage room and check for me? If we have any, they're way in the back behind the lumber. 
You got it, boss. I walked out the back door of the store and down the stairs into the storage area. The old building was built back in the 1940s and had a full basement below ground. There was a special delivery ramp behind the store so trucks could back down and unload directly into the underground storage area. The lighting was quite poor and it always smelled like fertilizer. I made my way through rows of pallets stacked to the ceiling, shelves full of supplies and past the lumber. I found a pallet with just one sheet of pegboard on it, so I grabbed it, set it up against the wall, and did the same with the empty pallet. Whoa, that's strange. I've never noticed that before. Beneath where the pallet had been, there was a small metal door. What the hell kind of stuff do they store down there? And what's with that padlock? The skeleton key hanging around my neck started to burn. I've never taken it off, hoping that someday I'll find a door with a padlock on it. A door that, if I open, will take me back into the world that I left all those years ago. In that dark, disgusting cellar. A door back to the world where I had my whole life in front of me, with a family, a future, and hope. I don't have any of those things anymore. I pulled it out from inside my shirt and it felt hot. Or was it cold? I thought back to that summer night when I was 17, when my friend Aaron dropped me off, as I stood there looking at my house, nice and warm and lit, with my family inside waiting for me. It was as if I was standing there again, the sounds of the night and the cool air on my skin. I yanked the key from my neck, breaking the knot in the ten-year-old dirty string. I got down to the ground to inspect the lock, but it was too dark to see anything. That's when I heard a familiar voice in my head. I pulled out a book of matches and struck one against the flimsy paper backing. The fire illuminated the lock, enough that I was able to fit the key into the hole. And... I opened the metal hatch and peered down into the void below. Still terrified of the dark, I didn't know what to do. Should I close this metal door, go back into the world of light and regret, or descend into the darkness and hope it takes me to a better place? Perhaps the darkness will feel safe again. It'll stick to me and cloak me from my sadness. As I lowered my head into the empty space below the metal door, I felt claws sink into my neck as I was pulled into the abyss! Kevin? Kevin, it's you. Where am I? Well, I hope you enjoyed our little tale of terror. Please come back again next time. I know we'll be able to scare up another one for you. Until then, it's time to close the secret passage. And remember, it's okay to sleep with the lights on. Thank you.